0: Bible level. Introduce to you God's word, receive simplicity and power, which is able to save and give eternal inheritance. God's and God bless you as you listen. Lord, we appreciate you for bringing us again today. What well, shall we say more than thank you? Receive all the glory. You made it possible that we gather again your presence. I know you are ready to bless us again. We ask you today, as your word begins to come, bless everyone seated here in the name of Jesus. The Bible said that Jesus was teaching. The power of God was present to heal. Let your power be present to heal everyone afflicted by the devil, by your word, in the name of Jesus. The Bible said you sent your word and your word healed him. And your word delivered them from their destructions. Let your word you are sending our way today heal. Let it deliver. Let it get your people out of every prison in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. We bless the name of the Lord for the first day. It was really awesome. God opening our eyes to see what Jesus finished for us on the cross of Calvary. The sufferings of Christ Jesus. Every believer must know this truth and live by it every day of his life. Because on that cross and the sufferings of Christ is the victory of a believer. Jesus' death for you and for me is the victory. Tell your neighbor it's the victory. So you must know it every day. Tell your neighbor you must know it every day. You must live by that truth every day. Are we saying amen? And he said, Jesus Christ died for you. When he raised that scripture at the theme of our meeting, from that Matthew 22, verses 37 through to 40. Hallelujah. Can we go back again to that scripture? Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven? 37. Now, remember where God started with us. God started saying to us that him demanding... That we should love him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind is not arbitrary. God demanding that men should love him with everything in them is not just that it's forcing them. No, it's not forcing them. God knows that he deserves it. God knows that I deserve it. There's no one who deserves it more than me. There's no one who can ever claim that than myself. Because all watched you going down the drain. All watched you going down hell. All, including those people who would have claimed to save, they were also going down the drain. I am the one that stood and said, no, I don't want this one to go down to hell. I want them to leave. So when God said, You must love me with all your heart. Say, Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Now he said in 38, this is the first and the great commandment. The next thing we need to see that he said is a commandment. It's a commandment. We needed to know, why should God say it's a commandment? I'm commanding you to love me. And not just that I'm commanding you to love me, I am giving you the condition of the love. The condition is that it's all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. If it's not all, I don't need it. If it is not all, I won't need it from you. It must be all all your soul, all your mind, all, all, it must be all. And God began to show the reason why he said it must be all. The reason why he said it must be all. And you remember yesterday we began to ask ourselves question: Are we sure we are getting it right because some of us will love our mother so much. You can fight and even poor people ask it if they ever touch your mother. Some can fight for their father. Some can do anything for their business. You will even see some men telling their wife, you can play with everything, but don't play with this. So it might even be their car. They say, don't play with my car. I don't want that nonsense. So it might be their children. Now God began to ask us questions. The first question he asked us yesterday, where are we? Can we say we love him? Can we say at the same time, we love those people that we are claiming that we love? And God said, we are nowhere. If you don't love the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, he said, you can't even love people. You can't even love people. The second is like unto the first. He said, and the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And God gave forth the revelation of his son, Jesus Christ. And God said to us, until the revelation of Jesus comes to a man, until the revelation of what Christ has finished for you on the cross of Calvary comes to a man, in order to achieve this very commandment of God. That revelation is coming not to achieve anything else, but to achieve that commandment of God. He said, on these two commandments, hang all the law." From Genesis to Malachi. He said on this two Hang of the law. Hang of the law. Once you fulfill it. He said you have fulfilled. Every demand of the law. He said I give it to you. As a commandment. For you to be free. From the condemnation of the law. You must understand this commandment. And how will we get this commandment put in place? We must understand for the revelation. Of the sufferings and the death of Christ. Until you understand the revelation of the sufferings and the death of Christ for you, there won't be a change of heart. There won't be a change of heart. That heart that never loved God from the beginning will remain there. You'll be carrying it up and down. You might even be going to church. You might be preaching the gospel. But yet, when that revelation of what Christ has done for you has not come to a man's heart to destroy that old heart and give you that heart that can obey the commandment of God, loving the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, you cannot fulfill the second one, which is loving your neighbor as yourself. And God said to us, all the people that claim the love, That is why we're beginning to see many husbands killing their wives. So it can be a surprise to you, but it's not a surprise to me. (laughs) I understand now. This is what is happening. Women are killing their husbands. Well, they're killing too. They're killing too. So the problem is the same. And we know where it's coming from. You can't even stop it. If you think that if they finish putting that man in jail or killing him, that something will change. It won't change. Next year, you hear another one again. Another story will come again. Why? Because what God is showing us today is not yet in place. Men must come back to see that Jesus died for them. Listen, there is no other way out until men return back to see that Jesus died for them for us until men caught this revelation and settled with it for a change of heart for their heart to focus on this God who dies for them and loving him without any reservation loving him unreservedly loving him unreservedly may I announce to you anyone who has not married here (laughs) Hear this announcement. Don't be excited with any marriage. But marry a man whom you are sure has loved the Lord. If he has loved the Lord with all of his heart, with all of his soul, and with all of his mind, it's automatic he will love you. He will love you. It's automatic. He will love you. Automatic. he will love you. You should understand that's a revelation that made him. He didn't want to do that there's a revelation he caught that changed his heart and made him to now love the lord and made him to love the lord without any reservation unfortunately we see many women that get angry with their husband who love the lord with all their heart with all their soul with all their mind they try to turn the man to start playing some cheating they never knew that if you turn that man's heart and he begin to do what others are doing you are in trouble Because you are changing the heart. That would have loved you, loved you, and loved you to the grave. Loved you and loved you. He goes to tell the man, we are in the world. You can't be doing holier than thou. So we've seen many of our ladies turning the man, the man that stood for Christ. If you tell him lie, he will say no. If you tell him cheat, he will say no. He said, I'm ready to suffer. The way my love suffered. I want to follow the path of Jesus I will not cheat anybody. I will not play games. I will not do that. The wife will say, will you be here? They'll be cheating us. They are getting the things and we're not getting anything. And by the time you keep sowing the seed, the man is changing. The man is changing. One day you see him changing towards you too. You will see him changing. So you better leave him the way he is. Know that he has been secured. He has been secured. He will never want to offend God. Whom he loved. He would never want to do anything that would make God angry. He had loved the Lord with all of his heart. So there's nothing remaining. There's nothing remaining. He will love you the same way. Because the Lord is the one that commanded him to love his wife. Just like Christ loved the church. So you see many things that is happening in the body of Christ. The reason why it's happening is because we have not settled down to allow God to reveal the love of God towards us. So the first thing we need to see as God began to speak to us yesterday, look at the weight of the love of Christ. Look at what he passed through in order to redeem me and you. Look at the suffering that Jesus passed through. Look at the choking. Look at the humiliation. Look at the kind of death. They treated him like an arm robber, but he never knew anything, he never committed one. All of these things was because of me and you. Can somebody say, Ah, Jesus, I have no reason not to love you. I just have no reason not to love you. I have no single reason not to love you. No reason. Even when I don't want to love you, I have to love you. Please, are we saying a better amen? So God said, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. All are we saying amen. So loving the Lord is a commandment, not a suggestion. So it's compulsory. Loving the Lord is a commandment, not a suggestion. It is compulsory. Why? It is a commandment because God knew how impossible it is for we to be effective in keeping the second commandment without our struggles. If our hearts won't turn from every other thing to God first. To God first. The issue of man is this one. So people quickly see this. And that is what we see manifesting, but they don't know where it came from. People don't love again. They don't love again. Wickedness is increasing more and more. Brothers are killing their brothers. Sisters are killing their sisters. Father is doing ritual with their children. Mother is killing their children, selling them. There's no kind of evil we have not heard. There's no kind of evil we have not heard. Why are we hearing this evil? Now we begin to trace it and we discover that ah, until man returns back to understand Jesus died for us in order for the heart of men to change in order for the heart of men to change it will continue. There's no way out. The only way out that the revelation of Christ must come to the heart of a man and that's why God is holding everyone responsible take the gospel to the world take the gospel to the world and they define the kind of gospel we should take to them it's not just telling them you are buying the next car would that change anybody actually it's making people to become thief more and more when pastor prophesies you are buying car you go to your office he says pastor prophesy it so you can't speak the truth again all your focus is in buying car but when they carry the gospel that Jesus died for you Jesus died for you and we make you to see what Christ has suffered for you how Christ died you will see many of them cry for their wickedness they will return back to Jesus their heart will change it will melt it will melt it's not a gospel of picnic carrying the people of God with mini skate and with bone shot to one forest like that and say brother shine your eye it's not the gospel that will cause people to begin to love their neighbor that gospel can never make anybody to love anybody it's not the gospel that will change anybody the gospel that will change any man and change the generation is that Jesus died for you he died for you. You must know it. Jesus died for you. You might feel it's no gospel, but that is the gospel. That is where the whole gospel anchor. Not to call people and entertain them. Not to tell them, come we flash you. Are you telling people who never loved the Lord with all their heart, with all their soul, and with all their mind? That they should come. God will bless them. No. God said when they keep the commandment, They have fulfilled the whole law. And the blessing comes automatically to you. The blessing comes to you. You don't need to struggle. You don't need to fight. If you think I'm telling you lies, start loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. You will see automatically you begin to love others. You begin to love people. You will desire something good for your brother. You want your brother to be the best You want your brother to succeed. You will do everything to make your brother move forward. If you discover he's dying, you will say, no, I won't be here and see my brother die. You will begin to think, what can I do to support him? It is automatic. And when your life becomes like that, you will see God begin to bless you without asking for it. God blesses you without asking for it. He will bless you without asking for it. No more 24 days fasting. No more dry fasting. No more midnight prayer. No more breaking courses of life. Jesus has finished with all those sins. He finished with all of them. The problem is that we refuse to obey his commandment. And the reason is because they have not shown the revelation of Christ. The revelation of Jesus' suffering... The sufferings of Christ, they have not seen that. To now know that it's a commandment God gave to me and you, it's a commandment. I will love Him because He died for me. My mother wouldn't have died. My father wouldn't have died. My uncle wouldn't have died. No friend would have died. Nobody would have died. It's Him that died for me. And Him that died is the one I will love with all my heart. If He didn't die, I would have finished. If he didn't die, there's no hope for me. If he didn't die, what are we talking about here? We can't stand here. You can't challenge the devil. You can't say anything. We are all prisoners. But his death has set me and you free. Can you shout a man? His death is the reason why I'm talking. His death is the reason why I'm breathing. His death is the reason why I know there is a hope Tomorrow. The death of Christ is the reason why I know the devil cannot do anything. Is somebody still in this video with me? Look at 4 John chapter 3. 4 John chapter 3, verses 14 to 16. Are we saying amen? 14. We know that we are passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abided in death. We know that we are passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loved not his brother is still abiding in death. He is still abided in death. Verses 15. Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer had eternal life abided in him. Verse 16. Whereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Whereby we perceive, are you seeing a connection to what I'm talking about? Whereby we perceive the love of God. Please, what is the love of God? Jesus died for us. So how will I know that somebody has caught the revelation. That Jesus died for him. You know, the one we are talking about is silent. Loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. It looks silent here. But the truth is that if you are sensitive in the spirit, it's in between loving the brother and the love of Christ. He said, this is how we perceive the love of Christ. We perceive the love of Christ when we see men loving others. We now discover that this man, there is a revelation of the love of Jesus in his heart. There's a revelation of the love of Christ in his heart. You can't love your brother, my friend, if there's no revelation of the love of Christ. It is the revelation of the love of Christ that revelation Made you to begin to love God. It is that God you love that made you to do that thing for that brother. It's not you. It's not you. Listen, it's not you. I can tell you that it's not you. Anyone that never loved the Lord can never ever love his brother. If he's loving his brother, it's because of what he gained from him. (laughs) <laughs> it's because of what you gain once that thing stops coming he will stop loving the love will end immediately have you seen such a thing happening have you seen it happening I'm telling you the truth I'm telling you the truth but the genuine love is the one that the man the love of Christ has been shared abroad brought first in his heart he has been shared abroad brought first in his heart A shade that brought first in his heart what will he produce he will first of all produce you loving God first you begin to love God first when you begin to love God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind you begin to see others that God died for them too I won't let them die I won't let them die you will not walk with the devil who wants people to die who want people to die? I don't know whether somebody's understanding what God is saying to us here. Don't try to claim what you can do. The problem we have is that we claim so many things. We claim, I love him, I love him. It's not true. You can't love anybody with your heart. It's only God that will change that heart when the revelation of Jesus' death comes to your heart. it he breaks that man that you used to be. That man that used to be selfish. That man that can see his brother dying. If you ask him for money, he said there's no money. If you ask him for money, he sees somebody's dying here. If he said bring money, he said there's no money. No money. No money. There's no money. He said, No. Somebody's dying. I mean life. He said, with life. Which life? And it's in the church. Can you lift up holy hands? Because is that hand holy? What did God say the hand is? He said he's a murderer. He said that man has become a murderer. He's a murderer before God. He's a murderer before God. May God not count you among the murderers. May God not count you among the murderers. This is where our problem starts from. This is the problem of man. That if we can understand it. And we leave what is pursuing us and pursuing what is not pursuing us. And we come to church, everybody's praying, the more Jesus, the more Jesus. You see them doing their hair like their hair You think they are doing anything? Heaven will say, Look at these people. Just imagine these people. How can they deceive me? Just imagine the people. How can they deceive me? I share something with you. <laughs> when I see those things happen, at times I say, Ah, God. <laughs> when I look at the players of this death in Africa, when we came to a point, I said, Lord, we can't continue like this. We said, Lord, let's say the truth. One, I am married, I have children. Two, the coaches working with me, they are married, they have children. Three, the young people working with me, they have a future. They want to marry. They want to have children. So how do we continue giving people things without them not paying back? Can you explain, Lord? Please explain. (laughs) I said, Lord, please, can you explain this thing? And you can see that these men desire it. This one is not that they are pretending. They desire it. They want the money. So how do we continue like this, Lord? Lord, and you know what you have given to us is selling. Like I told you, people, as of today, I know how many people have called me on the phone. I heard you have the best academy in any world. The next thing they will ask, How much are they using to enter? And God will be looking at me to know what I will say. <laughs> I said, Thou should not lead me into temptation. In the name of Jesus, I bind you. <laughs> and I'm telling you, some of them are government people. Some of them are politicians. They are ready to pay. But do you know one funny thing about it? I remember always what God said. God said to me, if you do it like that, you will gather nonsense people there and be doing nonsense. Nonsense you'll be doing. You will deny the children. You will deny them. Those ones whose parents are poor, that can't pay. They are the good. Inside them is the gold. Don't deny them. Because of 10, 10 naira you get now. Don't. God said, I made that for the poor. Go and serve. Your job is to serve. My own is to provide. Your job is to serve. My own is to provide. Tell the people working with you what I said. Anybody who is tired can go. But you, do what I said. Tell them. No collecting 10 naira from anybody. And I told those big men. I said, sir, you want to try to play? No problem. Let him come to the field. But under on one condition, if you don't know how to play, we'll sack him immediately. He said, no problem. We'll come with the <laughs> They'll carry them and come. They are the most dangerous JB we have ever seen. The most dangerous JB we have ever seen in this life. They'll climb ball and fall and want to break their hand. Their father is there, but the Aco Piago people, their mother do not know where they are playing. They don't even know where they are coming from. The ones coming from Ababa, I have never set my eyes on their parents, only once, because we insisted they must come here. But those ones who are rich, they understand the game. They will say, Follow the child to the field. They will park the car and be telling the child, Bobo, come on, play, play. They know if you play, there's money there. They know. And God began to say to me, It don't work like that, it don't work like that. You received it freely, you have to give it out free. It is free. Now, God began to show the love of Christ. He says, See the love of Christ, how I have loved you, how I loved you. You are nobody, I picked you from nowhere. And I began to raise you. I began to raise you. I began to raise you. To this time that I can gather my people with the Holy Ghost. Just as you have Holy Ghost. And you are talking to them. To this time today, I can call your elders. Those men that were your teachers before. I can gather them. I will tell you to speak to them. And you are talking to them. Is it because you are too big? You know now. I say I know. I know. He said, what is making it happen is the love of Christ. There's nothing more. So without the love of Christ, you cannot love me. In order for you not to offend me, then you will love them. And give them whatever I ask you to give to them free of charge. You will even labor to get more and add and give them. I say, wow, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. And every day, I started laboring. I started laboring. I said laboring to the extent I labor also as a coach. Now <laughs> I coach too. <laughs> In order to express the love of Christ too, to express the love of Christ, all I'm doing is to see them come up tomorrow. To see somebody come up tomorrow, we keep praying and say, Lord, let these children grow and come up tomorrow. Lord, touch their heart and let them not forget your love. These in our free players, all you are seeing is love of Christ. You are nobody today. You are just nobody now as you are looking at me. Very soon you become the millionaire. Very soon you become the millionaire. But remember, remember, it is the love of Christ. It is the love of Christ. How did the Father's love for us? It is the love of Christ. It is not your making. It is the love of Christ. It is Christ's love. It is the love of Christ. He wants us to return the same love. He wants us to return the same love. He said, you must love me with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And we started a journey. And we are pressing on every day, getting better and better in the lives. Better and better in their lives, all my children. though the one God has lifted, everyone I call them. I say, did you understand this love of Christ? Let's not play with it. If we play with it, they'll be dry up. If we joke with this love, God will make us to know that we're nobody. I don't want to play with this love. I know I was nobody, and I'm still nobody. When He picked me, He's carrying me, moving me forward, pushing me, moving me forward. And I began to see, look at this love of Jesus Christ. Ah, I have never seen this kind before. I have never seen this kind before. So I have to love him with everything in me. Even when I'm falling. I have to love him. Even unto death, I have to love him. And how will I prove it? He showed us how to prove it. He said the only way to prove it is to love the brethren. can't see loving the brethren is not there he never loved the Lord he never loved the Lord nothing leaves his pocket for the brethren his strength cannot live he holds his knowledge he holds his strength he holds his money it's only him, my wife, my children my, 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 my you are in pepper soup it's a show that the love of Christ is not there go back to the same scripture again Hereby perceive we the love of God. Hereby perceive we the love of God. Because he laid down his life for us, we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Because he laid it down, we ought to lay our own down. Because he laid down his life, we ought to in turn lay down our lives. Lay it down. Lay it down and we keep pushing on we keep pushing on my son came back i told him the brethren the brethren the brethren the only way to prove the love of christ is the brethren here do we perceive the love of god we must show it we must show it in the brethren we must show it in the brethren i can't stay they throw my brethren out of where they are living i can't sleep i cannot sleep i can't look at my children as you sit there, no food. I told the brethren, I say, forget about yourself. Let's keep pressing and trust God that He will take us there one day. Any day I see the children eating food that came out of us, I will only be smiling. I will say, how deep the Father's love for us of us beyond all measure. I don't know whether somebody's understanding what I'm saying here. So we're looking ahead. Listen, don't be surprised what God is doing here. It's not the magic. God knew that anything he put in my hands for them, I will not hold it back. I will look for my own and add and release it to them. And that's why they are getting better every day. We are getting better every day. Somebody came to me and asked me, come, what happened? Do you people buy boots for them? I said, God. God provided boots for them and we gave it to them. God provide a book for them and we give it to them. Jesus are coming. Listen to me. We know that greater things are about happening. Mighty things are about happening. Mighty things are about happening. Because there is a revelation we had. The revelation of Christ's love. Is what is moving me the way I'm going. Not that we can't make money from them. Not that we can't make money from that team. If you decide to make money, you see money. You will see money. You will see money. But you won't know you are deceiving yourself. You're deceiving yourself. One of them that God will raise among these ones will pay off for everything. I will shout amen. So God began to show us how do we perceive the love of Christ? He said, hereby perceive with the love of God. Because he laid down his life for us, we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. That's the only way to prove that indeed, I have caught the revelation. Anytime you see a child of God struggling, 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 to discharge the duty, even to other brethren without pay, there is a problem in their life. The love of Christ is beginning to wind up. It's sure that the love of Christ is winding up it's widening up. What is asking now? Pay me for my labor. But Jesus said, I never ask you to pay for anything. I paid it all for you so that you can live and have life. The same way you ought to lay it down and pay for others to live and succeed in life. Can somebody say amen? That was the reason I have to double so many things. Even the work I was doing before was bigger. How much more when I'm not among the coaches. I saw my children as sheep without a shepherd. I said, no. If I'm truly the shepherd, I have to wake up. I have to wake up. I wake up 6 at times 4 a.m. I have to pray. I follow them up. 5.30 a.m. I'm at the field. And we start training by 6 o'clock at times after 6. I'll train with them till 8 o'clock, eight 8.30. They will come and ask us, okay, your time is over, I will leave. And we continue like that, and I started enjoying it. Ha! Ah, and God said, now you started. Now you started. Now you started. If I begin to count hours, I'm in trouble. If I begin to count days, I'm in trouble. I forgot days. I forgot hours. I forgot my own program. I pursue the souls that God gave to me. I pursue after them. And before you know, everything started being excited. Are we saying amen? Are we saying amen? You ought to lay down your life. You ought to lay down your life. So, for we to keep struggling in keeping the second commandment is as a result of we not catching the revelation of God. So, why should I struggle? Why should I struggle? <laughs> I keep sharing with you people. I know the struggle that was in my family. I know how tough it was. Nobody came to my rescue. Nobody asked me any question. How do your children pay school fees? Not for once. I was embarrassed like Christ. I was humiliated like Christ. Every day they ask the children, go home, go home, go home. My wife kept going at the time he said, I can't go again. And I said writing letters. I said, please let my children stay. I'll pay. Let them stay. I'll pay. Let them stay. I'll pay. Until God made that to be over. But I learned something with it. What did I learn? I learned that I ought to lay my life down for others. I knew how painful it was. Today in my house, if you come near me and say fees, my wife will say give if you have. Immediately give. I know how it wear my own time. It was tough. It was embarrassing. Give, 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 give. And I don't waste time. I have to give it immediately. And one day I was in my house. They came. There were just three, three, three children. Three, three of them. My wife never knew them from Adam. They came to my wife's shop to buy. And my wife finished hearing what they were saying. They were sleeping with Snake in the house. Because the house where they live is so rough and tattered. Inside one bush. I said, "Where is your father?" I said, say, "He don't know. He says, "He's a pastor," but nothing is happening. I said, "Terrible." I said, "Snake will kill those children." I said, "Call the woman." We call the woman who has the woman. How much can you use to get a little house? No matter how little we don't have much, but the little we have. I will give her the little we have. The next one here, the children are not in school. All of them. Ah, the three children are not in school. Why? No money. I said, "Okay." How much are they paying, my dear? Money that I dash people. Money that I touch people. It's not up to 15,000 then. Three of them. I say, God forbid. Let the three of you get to school. I will train you till primary school. At least scholarship to primary. Lord, as you bless me more, scholarship to secondary. As you bless me more, scholarship to university. So they are still in primary school. Why? We discovered they are brethren. We don't need to start asking, what is your husband doing? If he's not doing anything, let him go and get a job. That's madness. That's madness. You don't need that. How can I prove that the love of Christ is at work in me? How can I prove it? You that is sitting down, who are you paying the school fees for? You know you can. You know you can. You know you can. Whom have you paid the house rent? House rent. House rent of 50000 Whom have you paid? You know you can. 20,000, 30,000. The Bible said, how can we say that we love the brethren? How can? How can? How can? How can? It's not boasting. We are only telling you how you can prove that indeed you love the brethren. It's not talking. It's not what we're talking about here. It's not what we're talking about here. And I started learning so many things from Christ. God taught me how not to wear a cloth. When it wears out, you start giving it to people. It's any cloth you wear and give to somebody, the person can't wear it out. It's a foolish gift. It's useless, hopeless. Don't expect any blessing from it. Don't expect any blessing from it. So you must learn how to give us something that tomorrow you see somebody wearing it in. Ah, you'll be happy. Even the person will be happy. I say, I look good. May you not give somebody something. Somebody collect it from the person and say, burn this one, it's not good. And give the person another one. Is somebody here with me? Now, what are we talking about? Until we understand this, until we understand this, we will not let anything leave us. We'll be struggling, struggling, struggling with everything. We will not let things leave us. We want to keep our time. We want to keep our knowledge. We want to keep so many things. In this place, we decide. No one comes here and lives here the way he comes in here. I said, it can't be possible. Nobody brings in something here and lives back. You came here, if you are 40%, before you're leaving, you'll be 100%. <laughs> if you want to stay. I said, that is what it should be. Not to collect the one you know. Not to collect the one you know. Not to collect what you know. We don't want to collect the one you know and push you away. No, it's not what we're doing here. We're talking about the love of Christ. We are conscious of it. We are conscious of it. Conscious of it. 4 John 4 verse 7. 4 John 4 verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. How do we know we are born of God? When we begin to love the brethren, we begin to show that actually we love the Lord with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind. When we begin to love the brethren, when we begin to love the brethren, when we are not eating up by ourselves. When we love the brethren, we love the prosperity of the other brethren. Are we say amen. So that's when they will know that we love the Lord. That's when they will know that actually we are born of God. That's when the whole world will know that these ones belong to God. That's when they will know that they belong to God. So nobody knows that you belong to God because you are talking tongues. You can talk tongues and become a dangerous person. Nobody knows you belong to God because you are preaching the gospel. You can preach and not do what you're preaching. Nobody knows you belong to God until you show it in your attitude in life, in your behavior, in the way you react to the needs of others around you. The needs of others. to The needs of others until you see that other children look good. Until you see them look good. You see them look good. I saw one picture. Valencia Football Club in Europe. Somebody posted, I was shedding tears. I was shedding tears. I said, God, why do we look the way we look? Why do we look the way we look? Why is it that these children are different? Are they from moon or what? How, why, 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 why? <laughs> and God began to teach me. You need to see children. You need to see kids. I tell you, time is coming in this depth in Africa. Kids will never be anything again. That's where we are driving to. I want my children to wake up in the morning. They'll have nightwear. It's death in Africa. If they're walking on the street, they'll wear our slippers. They will wake up and say, what is happening here? Glory to God. It's happening here. If they wear jog of their own, they will wear suit. It's death in Africa. God is not the God of the whites. It's because men don't want to love God. It's because men don't want God to walk through them. That is the problem. That's why you see our children suffering. When I look at the children, at times to see how they dress. <laughs> I say, God, horrible, horrible. I say your God will do it for you. Once you allow him to change your heart, allow God to change your heart by the revelation of the death of Christ. Allow God to change the way you reason. Allow God to change the way you think. If I'm making money, God knows. I am making the money for the people. Go and ask God. God will tell you. He's making this money for the people. I will shout in Amen. Verse 8. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. Please, what did you understand? God is love. He revealed it through what? His son. He showed it through his son. For God so loved the word, he gave it's only son. his only begotten son. He so loved the word, he didn't love the word and start speaking tongues. He gave his son. He gave his son that whosoever believed in him would never perish but have everlasting life. That anyone who ever said, Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I reach out to you. That man is saved automatically. From the hands of the devil. From the shakers of the wicked. From the power of darkness. From the chokings of hell. He gave. So if I say I love the Lord. If I say I know God. The only way I can prove it is that I should behave like him. Because God is what? Love. Verse 9. In this was manifested the love of God towards us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him <laughs> that we might live through him if he did not send the son it is over we are finished we are finished we can leave me and you can leave it's not a fluke it's true it's true what are you sending for people to leave What are you releasing for people to live? What are you releasing? Do you pray for people to live? Do you fast for people to live? You cannot tell me you don't have what to give for people to live. If you don't have money, you have prayer. If you don't have prayer, you have fasting. If you don't have fasting, you have evangelism. If you don't have evangelism, you have one knowledge or the other. You can drop for people to live. You have one knowledge or the other, you can drop. Drop it for people to live. Drop it for people to live. The same way God behaved, He gave His Son so that we can live through Him. Verse ten. Hear in His love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Know that we love Him. He first loved us. He first loved us. Know that we love Him. Know that we love Him. He loved us. He loved us. And decided to send his son to stand in our place. So that we will not die, but live. I tell you, every devil hooking you is leaving you this night. I say every devil holding you bound is leaving you tonight. Every force from the pit of hell warring against your life today, they will leave you alone. In the name of Jesus Christ. That is why he sent his son. He sent his son to free me and you. To give us a new life. So that we can become a channel of blessing to others. Any child of God who is not a channel of blessing, you have a problem. You must be a channel of blessing. You must not be the one they are breaking causes. I don't like going to church any day they say breaking of courses Because I see no cause that they will break on my life. So I leave them to finish breaking the cause of the people. Then I go. There's no cause on my life. I am free. I am a blessing. I am a blessing. He said Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. He made a cause for us, for it is written. Cause is every one that is hung on the tree. That the blessings of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. Even the promise of the spirit by faith. And I have received the promise of the spirit. By faith in Christ Jesus. With evidence of speaking in tongues. And somebody is telling me I'm cause. It's a lie. There's no cause on my life. They are trying to play Jesus. May all of them be dethroned. May Christ be enthroned. I say, May all of them be dethroned. May Christ be enthroned. Jesus suffered for me and you. And that is what you should know. Tell the devil that Jesus died for me. Any day you learn what I'm saying today and keep telling the devil that, he will leave you alone. What the devil do, you believe in what you're saying. Once he knows you are standing firm on it, he will leave you alone. That is the weapon he don't want to hear. Any day you tell him, Jesus died for me. Jesus died for me. He will leave you alone. He will leave you alone. Jesus died for you. I will say in amen. Verse 11. beloved, If God so love us, we ought also to love one another. 12. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelled in us and his love is perfect. In us, If we love one another, God dwelleth in us. And that is when you know his love is perfect in you. His love is perfect in you. His love is perfect in you. Can God trust you today? That he can give to you to give to other brethren. You give it. You will not divert it. No man has ever seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us and his love is perfect in us. Verse 13. Rabbi, yeah, know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. So your heart must be changed. It must be changed. If it's not changed, you will think a joke. If we finish now, tomorrow you go. You won't know when you divert. You change. Can we say amen? I tell you, God will do you good. God will do you good. Until the spirit that changes the heart of men comes into you. It won't work. If you are here, you are not yet born again, please be born again. Give your life to Jesus. If you have not given your life to Christ, the spirit of God cannot dwell in a body that is unclean. In a body that has not been given out to God. God is not a taxmaster. He wants you to freely give yourself to him. He begins to walk in that life. So that's why I keep saying to you, don't joke. There is a spirit that comes that sheds in your heart the love of Christ. When you give your life to Christ, the Holy Ghost takes that heart. He begins to walk. He begins to walk. He makes you to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And you begin to love your neighbor as yourself without struggle. It becomes automatic. And that's why we say the first step is that you must give your life to Christ. You must be born again. You must be born again. It's not a suggestion. You must be born again. It's compulsory, it's a commandment. If you must get here, you must be born again. Don't be religious. Be born again. Don't be religious. Be born again. Give your life to Jesus. Surrender that life to Christ. Watch what God will do in that small life. Any day he takes that life, he changes that life. He will make that life to become a great life. He will make that life to become a life that people will reckon with. He will make that life to become a life that people will envy. He will make that life to become a light. Shines in darkness. I know what I'm saying. I have tested what I'm saying. I have proved it. It is true. I sing that song with all confidence. Yes, I, yes, I, yes, I know he lives. I have got the witness in my heart that he it lives. It's no joke. Nobody's controlling you. If you have been in church for the past two years and you have not received the Holy Ghost, listen, check whether you have repented or not. Think well, whether you have repented or not. If you have repented and repent well, you should have the Holy Ghost. You should have the Holy Ghost, even without praying. Even without praying, I have the testimonies here. I have my children here. Nobody lay hand on them. Nobody. I did not come close to them. We are seated there. The Holy Ghost came on them. You are seated there as the gospel is coming. The Holy Ghost came on them that is the power you need to do exploit in life you need the power to do exploit begin to talk to God and say Lord I will love you I have seen the reason to love you I will also love my brothers I will love I will love I love change my heart Lord everything the devil is doing to cause me not to love you Lord everything is put in place to make me not to love you Lord I will love you with all of my heart I will love you with all of my soul. I will love you with everything in me, Jesus. In order for me to love my brethren freely, to begin to love my neighbors without struggle, without fight, oh Lord. To love my wife, oh Lord, just the way she is. To love my children without condition. Not loving them with condition. Jesus never loved me with any condition. He never loved me with any condition. Unreservable love unreservable love my God I cry to you today help me Lord is somebody praying is somebody talking to the Lord oh God help me not to use anything to say I will love you again no matter what it is no matter the attack of the wicked Lord I destabilize it today nothing makes me angry nothing makes me offended in you I will love you with all my heart. All the days of my life, I will love you. I will love you, Lord. Blessed be God forever. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we give praise to you. We celebrate you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every Saturday, 5 p.m. At our live channel, we seminar for all these prospects at 2 in 23, C2C Plaza, 450 Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny, Ghostbusters Ministry. Instagram at Savior Sports, Twitter at Savior Total, WhatsApp number 090 60 222 email Savior Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.